Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, while the book Spare is doing very well for Prince Harry, it's having a knock-on success for other people too, such as Rhys Whittock. Since 2017, Rhys has been a Prince Harry lookalike. Rhys, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thanks for inviting me on your show today. And how did you start by this job? Did you notice the resemblance? Were other people pointing it out to you? I did notice it at first when I was quite young, seeing Harry as a young boy on television, but it really became a lot more pronounced when we both aged about 18. There's only about 14 months between us. And once he joined the army, he was getting a lot more press coverage and I'd get much more reactions on the street. When I walked past people, they'd giggle and whisper to their friends, oh my gosh, he looks like Prince Harry, that boy. So it really became quite noticeable. And then my parents really pushed me because they said, Reese, this is happening a lot. There could be something in this for you. Why don't you send off some photos to some lookalike agencies and see what happens? So I sent off to some agencies back way back in 2011, I believe. But at that time, he was in Afghanistan and keeping a quite low profile for security. So there just wasn't much demand for Harry's. But I became a lookalike the very next day after Harry and Meghan got engaged in 2017. I was watching the news at home and thinking, oh my gosh, this huge media storm has erupted with this couple. Mm. I wonder, like, if I was a lookalike, how much fun it would, would be now. So the next day I checked uh, an email account, an old one, actually, that I rarely ever check, just by chance. And there was an email from one of those agencies. And they could see that there was going to be a huge demand for Harry and Meghan lookalikes for their royal wedding in 2018. And they were scrambling to find some more lookalikes for Harry because they just weren't enough good ones because the other people, their looks had changed. So they said, Harry, so I don't suppose you still look like anything like Harry, do you? So I said, yes, I think so. And they said, great, come and see us in the office straight away and we'll sign you up on our books. And then I created a website and my social media and joined a few other agencies. And I've had an incredibly successful time and gone all around the world. It's been an incredible journey. Yeah. And when you started out at that time, when you got that first email, did you have the beard at that stage or did you have to, uh, did you have to grow it? No, so I've never, ever grown a beard in my whole life. I, it was a complete surprise to me what it would turn out like. I wasn't sure it would match accurately or, or anything, but mm-hmm. it did. So I was really lucky. So I've had the beard ever since and I can't shave it off unless Harry does. So I just have to copy whatever he does. But I think the beard is here to stay. It's a pretty iconic image of him now. Yes, I, I would have thought so. And was there a period as well, uh, Reese, when you kind of thought, OK, this is this is going to be my job now? That, you know, you had to study his mannerisms, his style of dress, you know, and obviously the way he speaks as well. Yeah, so we get booked a lot for meet and greet events where we're booked for corporate events in London generally. Most of my work is in London and we get booked as like a big surprise. So it's kind of a a nice icebreaker to break conversation flow with people just to get people chatting and smiling. But you do have to watch him quite closely on YouTube videos and in the news to study his mannerisms. So like he might play particularly a lot with his wedding ring or something like um, the way he smiles has changed. So before he was a very smiley character and everybody kind of liked him very much. He seemed most relatable of the family. But in more recent times with him leaving the family, he doesn't seem to smile so much. So people tell me, you do look like him, but you smile more than him. So I'm having to kind of tone down my smiles, which is not really too natural for me because I'm quite a smiley person. So I do have to kind of keep a check on that. Mm. And getting the voice right? Yes, I'm quite lucky. We do get asked more and more to do voices. So I was sent to Israel to film a TV commercial and it was a speaking role as Harry. So we do get asked a lot. 
And luckily, ever since I was a young kid, I would always kind of mimic cartoon voices or famous celebrity voices. So it's not too difficult for me. Plus, my voice is not a million miles away. I don't have a very distinctive accent that I have to hide too much. I just have to make a few changes, such as lowering my my voice, again, a deeper voice, speaking a bit slower and a little bit posher, of course, because he's from his Eton school. So you mm. have to have that particular dialect. Yeah. So c- could you give us a little blast of, of, of what your Harry sounds like? Absolutely. He is much, much deeper than Reese and a bit slower, but definitely much posher. Yes, absolutely. We have a fellow who works in the station sounds just like that as well, uh, 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 Henry McKee. Oh, wow. I must, uh, um, yeah. People have suggested it before. Maybe there's a sideline. Maybe we'll get the name of that uh, agency off you uh, at the end of the interview. The uh, and, and the kinds of things you're, you're asked to do, is it mostly, as you say, kind of meet and greet, where they're kind of promotional affairs? Um, but when people want you to yeah. speak, the, the, and uh, what, what do they want you to say? That's usually for a type of commercial role for film and video clips. And, but we couldn't get asked completely wide variation of jobs. So I've been sent to Hong Kong for a billionaire's birthday party. And I keep getting the quest all over the world for France, Hong Kong, Dubai, these types of places. But we get asked to do press shoots. We get asked to do reenactments. So we filmed the recreation of the Oprah Winfrey interview where they shot in the garden. So we recreated those scenes for a 90-minute documentary they were filming for their national network channel. Mm. And we, we just get booked really depending on what happens with them. So one time I ended up on the front page of the national newspaper here in England, one of the tabloids, because Harry got picked up on a microphone telling Megan that he would take her to um, a holiday budget park. And the next day, my agent sent me down to get some photographs and ended up on the front pages. So it really depends what, what they're up to and what they say. So the busier they are and the more active they are in the press, the busier we are too. Yeah. And so uh, so presumably there are there are Megan lookalikes as well who, who you uh, would spend a considerable amount of time with. Yes, absolutely. I tend to work mostly with a girl called Sarah Malanga and she's based around Manchester area. But I've worked with 10 different girls since 2017 as Megan, but we generally work together with Sarah. And I'm usually either with Sarah or perhaps I may get booked with the Queen lookalike previously and with uh, Prince William or Prince Charles. So it's a kind of a mixture between who we work with, but generally it'll be one of those linking up. Mm. But I think I may get some work soon with um, the Camilla lookalike, who I've not worked with so far. But there's a, a new relationship revealed in the book. So I think we may be asked to do some scenes there with Camilla, perhaps. Yeah. And since the book was published, uh, Reese, and, and, you know, obviously it's a, it's a highly contentious issue, not just in Britain, but around the world. People are siding with various uh, members of the royal family. Uh, for the people who might mistake you for Harry or even think you're Harry, has the reaction changed? I've not had an experience yet because I'm trying to keep a low profile, to be honest. I'm trying to keep away because there's such a huge storm this week. And of course, if I'm looking very much like Prince Harry, at the minute, I'm having to like put a hat on and wear my glasses because my mum said to me, like, um, Reese, with the the revelations in the book, you need to be careful because so many people do comment every single day you're Prince Harry and you should wear your glasses to try not to look like him in public. So what I'm thinking of doing in future is... um, actually going to work in my casual clothes, whereas previously I might have just got ready at home, got all my hair makeup done, got the suit on, head on the train to London. But now I'm going to be a bit more cautious and mm. just take it a bit more sensible because there are quite a few crazy people out there who 
may mistake me and who knows what their intentions might be. So I just need to be a bit more careful. Yeah. And I suppose specifically, you know, when he, he revealed that as, uh, you know, he killed 25 members of the Taliban and lots of people have kind of worried that that might prompt some sort of retaliation uh, for the Invictus Games that, uh, uh, that uh, he's one of the uh, sponsors of. So I, I, specifically that, I assume, would be worrying you. Yes, I mean, in particular for that, because the Invictus Games, I believe, are going to be held in Germany this year. Is that correct? Mm, and that's right, yeah. I was thinking maybe somebody might book me for a job, but perhaps now it's obviously not a wise idea to go to an event where perhaps he may be also in attendance for security threats. But I don't know what's going to happen when he comes to London for the coronation or if he comes, because obviously that they say he's posing quite a big security risk now. Yeah. Have, have you read the book? No, I haven't read it yet. Uh, and uh, well, there's been so much leaked from it anyway. I, I think most of us feel like we we we, yes. we have read the book. Um, I think it, we pretty much all have, haven't we? Really? Yes. <laughs> and, and you know, what do you think? Well, well, actually, what do you think of him writing a book at all? I think my view has been that I'm happy for him to speak out if he feels he has been badly treated. But I think the speaking out should have been done in one go on the Oprah Winfrey show. Get everything out there sort out the family disputes behind closed doors, move on with the future and let's have something some, something more positive because there's so much negativity in the world. We don't really want to listen to all the backstories about family disputes, I feel. I think everybody just wants to move forward. And um, I don't know what his next move is going to be because apparently this is a part one of full book deal for him. Crikey. Do you think he's ever going to make up with the family? Well, I think it's serving both sides no purpose at all. So I think they've somebody's got to be a bit grown up and get them both together and say, look, this is not doing any of us any good. We need really need to speak, do this in private. Let's sort out our differences and let's try to both move forward and get on in, in life, like yeah. most families have to do. Yeah, and now, and and it, it, am I right in understanding this? You know, in in you know, you've decided to be kind of somewhat circumspect about letting people know what part of the UK you're living in, just for that reason. Yeah, exactly. I'm not too um, too happy to reveal exactly where I am, just because I don't no idea what people's intentions are at the minute. It's a bit bit of a worrying time. But yeah. like, if I'm out and about, obviously I don't have a security entourage with me, so it's m- most likely I'm not Prince Harry if somebody sees me on the streets. Yeah. But who, who knows what's happened? It's all a bit just too much attention at the minute. Yeah. I'm just waiting for things to calm down a bit. Yeah. Uh, Reese, we wish you, uh, wish you well. And uh, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That's uh, Reese Whittock there, a Prince Harry lookalike. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.